we're back with Sandlot Sports, where we may be stupid, but we at least know what a concussion looks like. Hmm. So at, at this point, I think pretty much I, I've been trying to think of how to politically talk about uh, Tua and the Dolphins and what happened to him. And, you know, I work in a very corporate environment. I have to use very corporate and professional language. So I, I, I thought long and hard about how to best describe this whole situation. And I think I figured it out. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> Stephen Ross. Fuck the Dolphins. Fuck their entire medical staff <laughs> for breaking that poor kid. <laughs> wow. Um, it's like, so if you're the coach, right? If you're, if you're McDaniels, right? Or, yeah, McDaniels. So, yeah. Like, so how do you, how do you gain that trust with two again? Right. With because anybody, like, with any yeah, of your players, players. like all the coaches always have always done. Coaches aren't involved. No, I didn't see it. I was worried about the game. Doctor told me he's good to go. He's good to go. I put him back in. Well, there see, you go. And, and here's what's really funny. At every college game. And as we know, college has less of a budget than the NFL, but at every college game, there is a guy or a woman that watches every single play and every single play and every single play. If at any time those players show any signs of concussions, such as wobbling when they walk, they are, they are expected to buzz down to the referees, stop play. So obviously, you know, let the play finish them and then afterwards stop play, remove that player specifically and have them evaluated how and why that's not done. The NFL, I do not know. And the coach for the Dolphins, McDonald, McDaniel, whatever his name is, Wonderbread is what I want to call him. Um, how he can just go, well, I didn't see it. I don't know what happened. That, that's just bullshit. And it's you know coming. what? They're probably right. It probably, they probably did follow concussion protocols because the protocols suck. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my question now is, so two was what? He's out what two games? Well, they've only ruled him out against the Jets. Okay, all right. So they got Teddy Bridgewater that's going to be filling. And that's point. the other part of this equation. It's not like you're rolling out Blaine Gabbert at the backup quarterback. You have Teddy Bridgewater, who's yeah. a very competent quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So they should they should be good against the Jets, pretty much. Yes. We I've looked at it last year. Remember Teddy Water Teddy Bridgewater is basically Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. He's not horrible. No, the last year, Colin Kaepernick's last year was very uh, comparable to the first eight games of Teddy Bridgewater last year. And so there was no reason to risk him in a divisional game in September. (laughs) Right. And there was sure (laughs) as hell no reason to play him four days later in another game in September. Yeah. I mean that especially especially when you're in a shitty division. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you could lose two more games, still be right in the shit. Yeah, there there's zero excuse for that. Zero. It's not like they're in the NFC East. Hey, look at that. So <laughs> I so BJ, I wanted to ask you about this. So Dak has talked about coming back against the Rams this week. Is he coming back because he thinks he's healthy, or is he coming back because <laughs> he's worried that Cooper Rush is going to take his job and run away with it? Hey, I'm not saying Cooper Rush <laughs> is the answer, but I'm saying he hadn't turned the football over. That's what I've seen. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'll tell you this, though. If you had a 
you had a Volkswagen that cost you four thousand dollars to put together that could race a twenty thousand dollar drag car and still win the same prizes, you'd build that Volkswagen, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, if Rush can do it and Dax costing all that money, I'll trade his ass. And yeah, you you probably get top dollar for him too. And it's that salary cap. Oh yeah. It's the yeah. salary cap you get back. I think they'll take a hit on the first year, but then after that it'll be gone. Yeah. So I mean, Zach was supposed to be out what six games? Was yeah. was the initial estimate six to eight games? Yeah. And now he's going to be back after four. Mm-hmm. Did I get my math right? I don't think they're going to. The, pardon me. The most recent thing I heard is he's not playing against the Rams. It'll be most likely Philadelphia. Okay. So I mean, I I guess my my concern is right now his biggest thing is gripping the ball because this is thumb. I mean, that's that's kind of what you, it is. You mean like ninety percent of throwing it? That's kind of my point. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. That's not something that you just rush back because what happens if he rushes yeah, it back? Muscle back. Yeah, you're going to make it worse, and you're going to make your team worse. And look, I'm not trying to toot toot our own horn here, but like, there's only two teams that have not allowed a 20 point game in the NFL this season, and that would be Dallas and San Francisco. Sure as so, hell is in Detroit. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. man, I'll tell you, you put your offense with our defense, and you got a dynasty. Yeah, D- Detroit has the um, highest scoring offense in the NFL right now. Actually, I take that back. They had the second highest scoring offense in the N- in the NFL right now. The highest scoring offense is the teams they play against. Jared Goff is my fantasy quarterback. I just <laughs> cut Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And and you've got Dan Campbell going well. Some things need to change. No shit, Dan. <laughs> You're historically them. bad. But see, here's the deal. It's like um, they're so bad on defense that they have to run the football more. They're going to have to slow their game down to help that defense. Yeah. Like, and, and, keep them off the field. <clears throat> and and I wonder, are, I mean, the players on the field now are generally the same players they had on their defense last year. And their defense last year wasn't terrible. Wasn't great by any stretch of imagination, but it wasn't wasn't this terrible. So is it the players or is it just the horrible scheme that they're running? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I know we talk about that often, but you know, I, this has been said before and I'm a big, I advocate for this a lot. Keeping that defense on the field is tough. And like, well, if you're scoring a lot of points on big plays, the defense is on the field a lot. Yeah. There's going to, I think maybe to help this defense right now, they need to, put a little more game management in there, but I think they're scared to put the game management in there because they are rolling on yeah. offense. And the so difference I, be- between this offense and the Chip Kelly offense is this team's actually scoring. I don't know if the, I don't know if this is fixable in season. I, I it doesn't feel like it. I don't think it is, but I also don't think you, that you can run with this defensive corner to much longer. Yeah. I mean, Maybe a different perspective or a different style might help, but yeah. And, and the problem is, who, is if if you if you get rid of the coordinator, you're gonna have to and to fix this, you need a different scheme. Well, to get a different scheme, you need time to practice a different scheme. You cannot do that midseason. I'm trying to think. Of, somebody took over for Mike Nolan in Dallas when Mike Nolan was there briefly as the defensive coordinator, and the defense was super complicated. The players were actually complaining about how complicated it was. 
the play calls, the schemes, the rotations, everything's just complicated. So um whoever replaced him came in with like just the basic X's and O's traditional defense, and they wound up in the middle of the pack of defense yeah. by the end of the year. And and that's all the Lions need. If they just have an average defense, not a great, not a very good, just average and realistically just not trash they're easily a, a seven eight win team with the way their offense is rolling now but that defense is so bad that i almost want them to score touchdowns to go for two every time just out just out touched on them and win, win the game like 56 to 55 because the team you know the team missing missed an extra point somewhere along the way so but oh it was dan quinn oh okay look at that there you go yep so it was funny. Um, we when we came back on Sunday, I, my neighbor across the street is he's a Steelers fan, um, and he just happened to be walking his dog. And I got out of the van. I went, "The Jets, y'all lost to the Jets." He's like, "Man, I don't claim this team no more. They're just bad." And then I was talking to him today. He was like, "Well, it looks like it looks like the um, Kenny Pickett era has started. It can't be much worse than the, the miserable Trubisky era." I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You can't be much worse than just complete total trash. Because that's like Jared Goff level trash. I think it's going to be like uh, big things for George Pickens, though. Yeah. Which is a good thing because I stashed him on my bench some weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, Trubisky is and has always been terrible. If if the answer to the question is Mitchell Trubisky, then the question better be who started for for North Carolina a few years ago. Because he sure, he's sure. never the right answer as a quarterback. You're really hard on Mitch tonight. What has he done to prove to me that I shouldn't be? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the Kwame Brown speech. <laughs> he was one of 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Do you know how many high school football players there are? More than 32. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So he's at the top one percent of his craft. There, I gave you the Kwame Brown speech. Okay. To explain why he was uh, not a good basketball player, but still great. Yeah. Well, it, it's the Steve Jeltz conversation. You know, Steve Jeltz played for the for the Philadelphia Phillies back in the nineties, I believe. And yeah, the the joke was if you lined up everybody who's ever touched a baseball and a baseball bat, put them you know neck to neck, Steve, you know. To be in the Major League Baseball, you had to be in the top 1% of all of those players. Steve Jeltz was like 1.000001%. He's at the very bottom of the league, but he made it. Yeah. Like yeah. That that's, that's Trubisky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know. I don't think Kenny Pick, Pick's going to be much better, but he seems to have a connection. <laughs> With a guy on my fantasy team, so <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I, I want to get back to the Tua conversation just real quick before mm-hmm. we, we move on. Um, so I BJ, I made the comment to you guys in, in the group chat, and I, w- I actually counted um, this week. There were six players who were already deemed out for week five due to concussion. Six. I I went through and, and you know, I was trying to find um, the injury reports. I don't think there were six players total in weeks one through four that were out with a concussion. And it, it really got me thinking, like, did, did this Tua thing 
really kind of caused players and teams to kind of go, uh, maybe we shouldn't because, you know, as, as groundskeeper Willie once put it, you want to get sued, <laughs> you know, and that's really what it, what it boils down to is they don't want to get sued, you know, Tua for, for whatever he does, what he should do, he should never strap on a pair of shoulder pads ever again. He should sue the dolphins, sue the NFL for the rest of his contract for negligence and never step on the field again, because God knows what will happen if he does. Yeah. I mean, he's already in Troy Aikman territory. He might be close to junior Seau and um, Chris Brown territory or Chris Henry territory. Wow. Man. Yeah. I would, no, I, I agree. I, I would definitely um, reconsider as well. Um, but it's just one of those things where, like, when you've been in it for so long, it's hard to stop. Like, it's going to take probably his family or someone very close to him to be like, if you keep this up, you are going to be a noodle. If you continue to play. Are you talking about playing NFL quarterback or, or a drug addict? <laughs> no, seriously, listen to what you just said. And if you didn't know the context, that's exactly the same conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, for example, Junior Seau. Um, reading his reports, they were saying like he was like towards the end before he passed away, unfortunately, like his, his family started to see him spiral down to the point where like his, they said that they could tell that his brain wasn't functioning like it should. And he was having like major headaches and then causing him to, you know, spiral. I, I Hopefully I don't think that happened to Tua. I don't know, but it's just like, though, like, I was watching the 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 movie. Uh, it's the movie about the guy who did the concussion thing. I can't think of his name, Doctor, um, whatever. I can't think of his name. Um, Will Smith played him in the movie. Yeah. In real life, he was talking about concussions and and why and why it's so severe and how like the brain shifts out of a. It's just a cradle in the brain, and it hits. It can either hit hit the back of the skull or hit the. It can move forward, and how damaging it is. And he says, imagine. You keep taking those hits over and over again, and you play every week, and you play in the NFL for like let's say five, five or ten years. Eventually, that brain is going to start to, uh, it start to react in ways to where it shouldn't, right? And I think about too, and how he got hit, and 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 even even in college, didn't he have a concussion protocols in college as well? When he I know at, at he blew out his hip, um, had a shoulder thing. I don't know if he ever had a concussion, if he was ever diagnosed with a concussion. Y'all, y'all can prove me wrong on that, and you know, I, I hope I'm wrong, or I hope I'm right. I hope he was never actually, you know, had a concussion. But just because he wasn't diagnosed doesn't mean he didn't have one. Yeah, if he had any diagnosis in college. And and the thing, like listening to people talk about it, like like um, that the dipshit that's on with um, Shannon Sharp. What what the hell's his name? Um, Bayless. Yeah, he was like. Well, it was a nerve thing with his neck. No, his brain reset, you dipshit. <laughs> All I think of is Antonio Brown and Vontez Perfect. Yep, 100%. And Brown was already kind of a a screwball before that hit. And yeah, he turned he was... into an, a full-on knucklehead after that. Yeah. Yeah, Brown was out. 
Um, it, well, before I read, Brown was always kind of edgy. He was just well, that's what I mean. He he yeah. was a screwball. He was just kind of out there. But after that hit, the line just wasn't blurry anymore. It just didn't exist. So, Dorian, while you're researching that, I'll I'll ask BJ a question. So, BJ, let, let's say that you've got a running quarterback. It's fourth and goal from the two. The game is tied. About four minutes to go in the game. What do you do? Fourth and goal? Fourth and goal from the two. You've tie got a game. very... You do tie what? Tie game. Tie game. Kick the field goal. Okay. At Doreen, least get what, the points. Yep. Everybody gets the points. Dorian, what would you do? Um, I would go for the points. Okay. I would, especially in, in the NFL, man. It's like points are hard to come are hard to come by. So if you got a chance to get it, I would, I would me personally. And and that's an, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. Hey, look, it's fourth and two. We've had three shots to get in the end zone. We didn't do it. Let's get the points. There's four minutes to go in the game. We'll, we'll take the lead, you know, and make the other team drive the ball down the field. Don't disagree with that. I also wouldn't have disagreed if you said, hey, look, I've got a supremely talented running quarterback. I'm going to give him an opportunity to use his best weapon and try to run the ball wide into the end zone. It may or may not work, but, you know, it's, you know it, it is what it is. I just worry about the speed and the sh- the short yep. area now because the end zone's there. There's a yep. lot of people near the line of scrimmage, so I would just, t- especially with four minutes left, I'm taking points. And and that, that's absolutely fair. What you don't do is that you don't have your running back who plays quarterback throw the ball into the end zone. Yeah, hey, you can't say that about Lamar <laughs> anymore. Yeah, he's having a, he's having a real good year passing the ball. Yeah, I thought he was going to be in trouble when uh, Hollywood Brown left, and he's actually improved. <laughs> yeah, it's you know maybe Hollywood Brown was the anti-talent. Shit, I don't know. And he's on my fantasy team too, and I picked <laughs> him up on a flyer, thinking, "Hey, maybe this will work." And he's like the number two receiver in the league right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, and, and you know, the, the, that question I asked has some full context to it. So, Baltimore hadn't really done shit since um, three minutes ago in the second quarter. Hadn't scored any points, barely had gotten any first downs. So the drive that got them down to the two was a 93-yard, 14-play drive. That took over nine minutes off the clock. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, kicking the field goal is probably the the smart option. I don't – I'm not mad at Harbaugh for going for it on fourth and goal. I'm mad at whoever called the passing play. Yeah. But also, too, they probably called a passing play because they they probably figure, okay, well, they're going to be prepared for Lamar to run. Okay, make him adjust. Yeah. So, you know, what, what, okay, BJ's probably going to cringe when I use this example, but what did the Cowboys do in the 90s when teams thought they were going to hand it to Emmett Smith? Throw it to Alvin Harper? No, they hand it to Emmett Smith and just make him stop. If if you are good at what you do, you force the other team to stop it. Yeah, and there's nothing talking, they can do about it. You're also talking about a Hall of Fame offensive line, though. Yeah, this is true. But, you know, that's yeah. that's the difference. <laughs> but but yeah. the but the point is still valid. Teams knew the Cowboys were going to run the ball. 
and they still did anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got a point, AK. Um, I mean, they they could have ran a scheme to run it, or maybe um, give it to. I don't know, man, because it's okay. If you're Jim Harbaugh, right? It's like John, Jim John, Harbaugh, John yeah. Harbaugh. Jim's in Michigan. John, John's in Michigan, right? So if you're John Harbaugh, it's like if you would have taken that chance. Well, I would have been creative, and maybe did something to where maybe uh, give the ball to the running back, but still it's, it's tough, man. I, yeah, I, and, and then oh, this is, the thing, I don't disagree with, but with either one of y'all saying to kick the field goal, that is probably the smart option. I'm yeah. not going to disagree with that at all. What I'm having an issue with are people that are saying that Harbaugh made the bad, the wrong decision by going for it. Mm-hmm. Going for it was an okay decision. Right. The play call was stupid. Yeah. But think about this. Think about if if you run the ball, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say you you run Lamar, you you run him wide, and he gets down to the one and he's stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay, the game's still tied. Buffalo's got the ball, tie game at their own one yard line. Yeah, how aggressive are they really going to be coming off the one yeah. yard line, knowing that any mistake basically costs them the game? Right. Now you bring Fair it up enough. to the twenty. That aggression kind of kicks up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're actually right. Um, but also, too, do you think that John had fear of because if there's a quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and even Tom Brady that can win a game for you, I mean it's Josh Allen. So maybe he was like, okay. You know, he was afraid that maybe a big play, two big plays, and then Buffalo's and field goal. It's, it could be numerous of things that he probably was thinking about. But I do agree with you. I think that the chances of running the ball would increase because fourth and two, I don't know if I would have ran it with Lamar. Probably like just, you know, put the big uglies down and just let the, the running back run behind him and see if they can get the, the uh, two yards there. But, um, I don't know if I would have taken a chance to run with yeah. Lamar though. And and know. and again, you know, the, the smart play is you kick the field goal, you put the onus on Josh Allen to right. go down and overcome the demons that we talked about last week. Right. Remember, this then, is the first game that he has won that's been one right. game since two, yeah. 2020. And then they okay. let him down there and had a plan to let him score if they got close and somebody tackled the ball carrier at the five or ten yard line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they ran the clock out and finished the game. Right. So, and and again, I'll, I'll let this to say that the the pundits that want to jump on Harbaugh for going for it don't understand football. You can yeah. you can criticize the play call all day long. Right. The decision to go for it, it, it's a gut call. Yes, you're probably right. He probably should have kicked the field goal. That's fine. It, but going for it wasn't a horrible decision. The only um, thing that would have been a horrible decision would have been punting. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm surprised Dean Campbell hasn't tried, but maybe because he hasn't been in that position yet. Can't eat kneecaps while you're punting. <laughs> well, so, so. Um, with that in mind, we'll get to our power rankings for the week. Oh boy. Okay. Mm. So, my number one team is Philly. I had yeah, a number two last they, week. Miami lost. I mean, 
they look powerful. Yep. BJ, is that, is that who you're going with, number one? Yes. Yes. I'll stick with the Eagles. Dorian they score. They can yep. stop people from yep. scoring. Respect the Philly. Yep. Respect Philly, man. Give me props. Dorian, you got to tell your cousin that BJ picked uh, Philly number one. He knows why. <laughs> he knows why. It's the same thing college football. I want him undefeated <laughs> when we see him. <laughs> I, w- I want him to know that it was the Cowboys that took their ass out. Oh, yeah. So, number, number think, two, go ahead. I'm, I'm saying once he listens to BJ picks uh, Philly number one, I think he's going to cream. He knows why. But, but he knows why. He knows why. I mean, we've already talked about it years, a couple of years ago. He knows. He knows why. And then I'm going to drop him right out of that shit when the Cowboys beat him, too. Because <laughs> oh, I'm going to show you something here. I'm going to do some college football shit to you guys tonight. Um, <laughs> Kansas City, for sure. Oh, yes. That offense, I'm going to say this right now. A lot of offenses improve when they lose a number one receiver. If they have yeah. competent receivers and a good quarterback, like because yeah. now you don't know where it's coming from. Even yeah. with Kelsey out there, you still don't know where it's coming from. Didn't he have nine receivers catch the ball the other night? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. That yep. It used to be it used to be like six or seven was a good number for an NFL quarterback. Nine? Yep. Man, get Same. him anywhere. Same. And Chiefs, yeah. Oh, so Dwayne, while we were talking, I've, I actually found a picture of your cousin. Um, if he hears that BJ picked um, the Eagles number one, <laughs> so let me let me share it real quick. You know, this is the same guy that had a cowboy starter jacket in high school, right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can't see, it's the the Randy Marsh uh, South Park where um, he. Skeet it on himself. <laughs> Adam didn't want to say it because he works for a certain place, but tough. And he's wearing the green shirt Eagles colors, so go figure. <laughs> oh, man. Moving so, on. Moving, moving on along. <laughs> Number three, I went with Buffalo. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll stick with Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, number four, I went with the Cowboys. I mean, they've they've done well with Cooper Rush. <laughs> hey, that's who's, <laughs> and I was just about to tell you that's where the Cowboys are going for me too. Because when they beat Philadelphia, they can go to number one. <laughs> so, and, and that, we've talked about it. Is that team has played better with Cooper Rush than they Bro. did with with Dak? That, it's that been offensive, an offensive. It's been an offensive team for three years, and it is now a defensive team. Yeah, and that defense is full of some crazy motherfuckers. So when when Dak comes back, are they going to keep the same offensive scheme that they, they have? Should. With they should, but will they, they? Don't know. They should be conservative. Both Pollard and uh, Zeke should touch the ball frequently, um, and they need to quit running curls and hooks, hooks, outs, ins. They need to stretch the field because Cooper Rush has found CD Lamb downfield, and uh, mm-hmm. Dak, Dak was not having a good time doing that. And Dorian, who you got number four? Yeah, I agree, Dallas. Okay. Number five, I went with the Green Bay Packers. Because frankly, there's no other better team. I mean, they've kind of looked average, but so is pretty much every other team out there. So BJ. 
You know who should be here? Tell me. The Lions should be there, but they they, they should be if they, they had a defense. Yep, they cannot be there. Um, damn, like the AFC West isn't what we thought it would be, other than the the Kansas City Chiefs. It's kind of a muddled mess under there. You know what? Shock in the world, San Francisco 49ers. That defense is elite. Yes. And so uh, they they ran a stat yesterday, um, which I w- was floored by. So there are three quarterbacks that have a 7-0 or better record against team the same team in the regular season. Can you name them? One more time. There are three Seven NFL. Quarter- there are three NFL quarterbacks. They're active. That have a seven or seven and zero record against an individual team. That's Rodgers and the Bears, right? Nope. Really? Yep. Rodgers and the Lions. Nope. Damn, Rodgers sucks. <laughs> um. Is it Dak and the Giants? Nope. Damn. He says three of them. Three active quarterbacks. Three right active now. quarterbacks. I think mm. Russell Wilson is one of them. Nope. No. It's going to be something obscure. That's why we're doing this. Tom Brady has one of them. Yep. Brady against the Falcons is one. I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was quick. What about um, Jimmy G and the, and the Cardinals? You're right with Jimmy G. Jimmy G and against the Rams. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's been owning the Rams. Yeah, I saw that stat the other night. I'm... Oh, shit. I didn't see that. It's bad. Who's the last quarterback? Who's... It's Mahomes. I forget the team, but it was Mahomes. Probably the Raiders. No, they, the Raiders have beat them. But, yeah, it's it's Mahomes. I've, I'll, I'll look up the team. But, yeah, it was, it was Mahomes against one team. Brady against two. I forget the second one, but it was definitely the Falcons. And it was uh, Jimmy G against the, the Rams. You, it's a lot easier when you have uh, films of practices. It's much easier. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Dorian, who's your number five team? Um, I mean, Green Bay's been impressive. I picked Green Bay. We thought, well, I know I thought that he was going to end up being like one and three, but he's found a way. Yeah. Well, and I also think that there's a reason why Tampa is not in our top five. Um, even though they have the goat at quarterback, they don't look right. No. Tampa we thought was gonna be great, and they just they don't look right. They're not great. No, that is correct. So at the bottom of my power rankings, I've got the Texans. Because you talk about a team that just doesn't look right. They just look terrible. Yeah, put the Texans in there. They're they're the basement of the garbage, yes. <laughs> Same Texans. Look, I don't care what you say about that. Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. This we have to talk about this. Okay. Uh next up I got the Steelers. Ooh. That's fair. I don't care what you say about their record. The Chicago Bears are fucking trash. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how they won any football games. Justin Fields is like maybe one of the worst first round quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. Uh, it's saying a lot because EJ Manuel was selected in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. What's the He's EJ, bad, though? EJ Manuel could go downfield, so I don't want to hear it. Huh? Justin Fields cannot Justin Justin Fields is completing 11 passes a game. Yeah. 
and eleven. Those, those are Tebow numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, I picked Carolina. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. Baker, you're not you're not a big fan of the, the Baker Mayfield experiment. Baker is trash. Just trash. trash. He's absolute garbage. Yeah. Don't you juice. Yeah, I didn't see that coming with him. No, you know who you know who else is trash? Just absolute total trash? Carson yeah. Wentz. <laughs> Would you rather have Carson Wentz or Jameis? Oh, Look, Jameis? I'll, I'll take yeah. Jameis. I'll take I, a broken blind Jameis over Carson Wentz. I think oh, you damn. should. I think you should calm down and realize that the defensive line they played against is quite exceptional. So, but are you say, are you saying that uh, Carson Wentz is underrated? I mean, most quarterbacks play better when they're standing up. That is true. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm just, just so and and I, I I'm going to challenge BJ's point about Justin Fields. I'm not saying Justin Fields is good. But for you to say that he is the worst first-round quarterback in recent memory is overlooking Blake Bortles and Johnny Manziel taken in the same draft. Blake Bortles went to the playoffs. Yeah. What? Tell me when Justin Fields is ever going to go to the playoffs. What about Johnny Manziel? No, no, you're just you're just doing the rah 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 from my conference horse shit. (laughs) That guy is garbage. Eleven completing (laughs) eleven passes a game. He's completely neutralized the whole offense. Every player on that team is irrelevant in fantasy football. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. The whole team. That is one of the worst quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. He is terrible. And I overhyped. He's overhyped. He came from an overhyped school. He was an overhyped first round pick. And he's done nothing but prove that fact ever since he stepped foot in this league. I believe he said that when he was drafted, too. I know he was because I watched him play. He is not special. He's a one read quarterback. That shit doesn't work anymore. No. He's a he's a one read and run quarterback. Well, one read is always going to be covered in the NFL, and you can't run because running quarterbacks, unless your name is Michael Vick or um, Lamar Jackson, doesn't work. So you're mm. fucked. And I I I go back to the draft coverage of Justin Fields and watching Mister. I'm going to run out the back of the end zone, try to cover him, and he's like, well, look at him under pressure, and the play he ran to showcase Justin Fields under pressure was against Penn State. When they didn't blitz anybody, he was not under pressure. He still had a happy feet, and he threw the ball straight, there's like right two, down the middle. There's two times in history that I know of where the Bears have been relevant offensively. It took having the NFL's best running back at the time ever, and then it took mm. Matt Forte and Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a significant offensive setup right there, not to mention yeah. – who was the tight end at the time? Greg Olson. Yep, Greg Olson. Like, holy shit! So, yeah. I can't mention the quarterback's name because I, I just don't like him. But so you, Mr. Diabetes. Oh well, Jesus Christ, Mr. Diabetes! Why would you call him that? Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, of a code name for him. So, code name. <laughs> Properly divorced his wife. Told her to get a job. <laughs> Gotta give him credit for that. I will give him credit for that. That's hilarious. Like, she wants five million dollars in the house. He's like, you can get a job. You can do. What? Did, how did the offspring say it? Why don't you get a job? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my argument for the Bears being garbage. Like, I just cannot figure it out. I just, I mean, know what it is. It's got to be ownership for it to be shitty this long. Well, you know what? At the fans still go at the if. If your customers still buy a shitty product, 
there's no no incentive to improve the product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As Orlando Magic Mr. fans. Yeah. And Jack and Jacksonville Jaguar fans. <laughs> and Detroit Lions fans. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point though. And let's just be let's just be truthful. Jerry Jones sells a dream every year. Yeah. Jerry mm-hmm. Jerry Jones is a pimp. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> he is, he is pimp, he's been pimping Cowboys fans since 1995. Yeah. But again, if and he got a stadium out of If deal. your customers will yeah. continue to buy a shit product, yeah. there's no reason to improve the product. Yeah. yeah. But also, too, I can say what Jerry is. He does try to put his money where his mouth is. I'll give that to him. He'll try to build the best team he can. Yes. But when all else fails, if the team looks bad, he's fine pimping us at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so let's just say yeah. <laughs> um, Man. Well, you had the Seattle Seahawks here last week, and they jumped off of that list. They are no longer here. Gino yeah. looks – Gino's like the ninth or tenth quarterback. It's a tradition league. unlike any other for the Lions to make a shitty quarterback look like a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. Matt the, Flynn. The Titans have seemed to dig themselves out of a hole a little bit, look mm-hmm. a little more uh, – the Jets are sneaky weird. I, like, I don't even know what to say about them. Cincinnati's Arizona's looking better. Improved. Cincinnati's looking better. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. Didn't they win? Yeah, look, they're three and one. Look, the with the weapons on that offense, they should be dominant, and they are squeaking out games week after week. Other than the first week, they have a loss and then two squeaks. It's not going to fly the whole season. Watch, Kirk Cousins will Kirk Cousins. Mm. This is a, this is a nine and eight team. I believe we actually had to win the win the the third division. We were wrong. We, <laughs> we admit it. No, but seriously, like just, Justin Jefferson's probably the best wide receiver in the league. And if yeah. he's not, he's it's a it's a one A, one B, one C situation. Like mm-hmm. he's right there. Um, Thielen is still a productive two for sure. Yeah. At, at a bare minimum, after being a one most of his life. They yeah. have two very good running backs, Madison and um is that Cook. his name? Madison Cook. and Cook. And then mm-hmm. tight end serviceable. A third wide receiver, Osborne, like that's a really yeah. good setup. That's a really yeah. good setup. Whose talents are being wasted more? Justin Jefferson in Minnesota or Devontae Adams in, in um Las Vegas? Boy, Devontae Adams, he's gotta be texting his ex. <laughs> yeah. There's no other yeah. way to like that hurts. That yeah. hurts. But like seriously though, there are some cats that just value stability over all that other bullshit and maybe that's his case yeah maybe aaron Rodgers is not stable at this point in his life no i don't know what's going on there or i do he's he's what i've said he had been for years and he's just spoiled douche yes that's 100 the the answer yeah but um yeah i don't know it's a it's an outside pick yeah there's three and one but yeah two squeakers so, Dorian, we're on you. Who's who's the third worst team in the NFL right now? Um, I gotta say Washington. Mr. Wentz, I think I think Wentz is a is a couple of uh, interceptions on his way to being a commentator. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I guess my question work. is, who who else do they have? Do they still have Heineke? Yeah, I think still. Yeah, he's still on it. Play Heineke. Yeah, I would. I think we talked about that last week, didn't we? Didn't we say we, we would ride it out with him with Heineke? 
I, I would choose Heine, I would choose a Heineken over Wentz and Heineke over Wentz for that matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the Vikings uh, situation. It's, it hasn't been good. They barely beat the Lions. They barely beat the Saints. 28-25 uh, over the Saints. 28-24 over the Lions. Lost the Eagles 24-7. So that's the one real team they've played. And then uh, Packers who did not know who they were going to throw to Yeah, the first week of the season. So tell me any of those losses convince you that they're a quality playoff team or any one of those games. Yeah, they're they're not. They're so a paper did, tiger. This is an early call. I could very well be wrong. They could go to the playoffs. They could still win the division. Who the hell knows? But I don't like this team, and I don't like like they got a Jekyll and Hyde offense. Yep. So we'll move on to our picks because we could just talk about just how trash um, Kirk Cousins is and how how he's just stealing money, just mm-hmm. stealing money, S- stealing it. You like that? Yeah, and so, somebody had a had a point the other day, and we'll, we'll, I promise we'll get to our picks in a second. Jimmy G, like, why were the 49ers trying to trade him? I don't know. Um, I don't I, know. I'm starting to wonder if there's like some internal tension between the front office and like, Jimmy. Did did he fuck John Lynch's sense. wife? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but I think I think they've come to realize that you know what. We fucked up when it comes to Trey Lance, and we probably—I I won't be surprised if they keep Jimmy G. They sign him for at least another two, three years. They might have to. Yeah. I mean, I want to. Lan- we know, saw Lance, and he's not the answer. I want to know how they evaluated Trey Lance, and were like, "This guy's it." I want to know how they still a person still has their job. Can you explain it to me? I told you when he was drafted that he shouldn't be drafted that high. Garbage. I've never been high on him. Man, and, he didn't play a whole season. <laughs> yeah. And and not only did San Francisco draft him high when that was a horrible, horrible reach, but there are commentators who are paid to watch these games, paid to understand the game of football, picking mm-hmm. Trey Lance to be an MVP candidate. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you on? That's why I know I don't know why more people don't listen to our podcast because it seems like we know about as much as they do with less information. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love to just spend an entire weekend being paid to watch college and NFL football. And then be wrong and nobody gives a and shit. And no one cares. Right. It's almost like being a politician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just lie and no one cares. Yeah, yeah nobody gives a shit. Yeah, you don't have to know what you're talking about. You can just make some vague statement about a certain subject and say, "Yes, this team will win because of insert stupid common phrase here." I, I could I could say that the Ravens are going to beat the Bengals this year because the Ravens have banned pole dancing from high school, and people are like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where this wild ass high school was that I wasn't invited to. <laughs> did you guys see that post I I, I posted on I Facebook about that? Hey, I saw that. Oh, I tell you, they should they should have put a poll in Leesburg High School. Some of these girls have been lifted out of poverty. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I do. Uh, and that's the reason I'll never go to any high school reunion. <laughs> right there, <laughs> right there. These bitches could be living in Dade County right now in a condo high in the sky. Yeah, yeah. and all I had to do was clap, 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 clap their whole life. <laughs> 
<laughs> Instead, they graduated and then went straight to the doctors and gave birth. So mm-hmm. got impregnated by the cool guy like six months after high school. And there you go. Yep. So anyways, we'll, they we'll have, move on. They have live, laugh and love on their walls in their living room. Yeah, well, they're they're oh my God. that that cuts deep. So many people are going to be hurt by that. Like, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know who's listening to this, but please pass that along. I know several with that in the living room. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, why do you have a tattoo on your back? I'm gonna tell you what. Right now, they owned Uggs when they were out, and they freak out every time the pumpkin spice hits Starbucks. They're all the same person, and they have sunglasses that go from their cheeks to the middle of their forehead. Yes. They're all the same person. They are all the same person. And they just can't wait to get a Tahoe. (laughs) And for some reason, they're all blonde. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm just going to tell you, there is a name for them. It's called the basic bitch. They're just basic white bitches. It's like, it's like actually the more proper term would be called default white bitch. <laughs> oh, wow! And the thing is, how you describe them, I'm one hundred percent seeing them they're, in their name. They're all the fucking same person. They're all the same person. <laughs> they're all the same person. They probably got some tiny tattoo on their giant ankle too. <laughs> and and the sad thing, we're not going to name names because we don't need to. You don't need oh, to. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, if I didn't get one one or two DMs off of this comment, if people on my Facebook page listen to this, oh my God. <laughs> I get at least one or two DMs being like, really? Like, oh, that one cut deep, huh? <laughs> Look at me. Hey, just maybe not be a carbon copy. Try that. Try that. Try, be, try not being a ditto sheet. Be something different. That'd be nice. That's all they know, bro. <laughs> so on that <laughs> on that note i am going to try to take control of the, of the show again um we have nfl picks to make before oh. we just completely lose our minds and get canceled yeah, it's almost there, it's almost <laughs> truth, there. truth has been spoken <laughs> so um the first game is the the giants versus the packers the packers are an eight-point favorite i went with the packers packers don't trust yeah, the giants right. They can't protect the quarterback. I witnessed it firsthand. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot to tell everyone. So BJ's leading this one too, which is explains why he's unsufferable. Um, 13 wins, <laughs> mine of 12. And Dorian has 10. So insufferable. <laughs> um, the next team is the Chargers versus the Browns. So I went with the Chargers. Hmm. Yeah, let's say the Chargers, their offense is running on all cylinders. Yeah, Chargers. And they got Derwin James, so, I mean, defense should be okay at least. Should be. So, the next game is the Cowboys versus the Rams. Um, BJ, calm down. I don't nah. want that mean to be about uh-huh. you, too. They played last night, right? The Rams did? Yes. Was that the last night? Yeah. I watched that game, and I noticed they can't protect their quarterback either. <laughs> Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. We're going to get that football. Watch. Yeah. Same. Dallas. So the next game is Philadelphia versus Arizona. Is this the, the week that Philly um, falters? I think and, so. 
I think so. I'm going yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, I, I won't. Yeah. And even if they lose, I'd still have them as the number one team next week. Okay. Everybody has their hiccups. It's yeah, the NFL. I'll, things happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with Philly. So the last game is Cincinnati versus Baltimore. I went with Cincinnati. They've been playing hot. Yes. But so is Mr. Lamar Jackson. However, his defense is not a typical Ravens defense. That's yeah. a fact. Um, oh, man, this is a tough game for me to pick. That's the point. They're supposed to be tough. I like it. <laughs> well, the, the Rams Cowboys wasn't. <laughs> um, damn. I don't want to give up my lead that easy. I'm going Ravens. Okay. Lamar can ball too. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about Baltimore defense, and they're going to have a hard time. They, they're going to have to pick between um, – what, what's what's that second? T. Higgins? T. Higgins, T. Higgins starting to, <laughs> Tyler start to emerge, man. So I'm, I'm going with Cincinnati. All of them. Yeah, yeah all of them. Targets. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing. Burrow's starting to turn around and start to be really scary. Yeah. So here, here's the funny thing. So Baltimore is two and two this year. They've only played four games. Three of those games, they've had a 17-point lead. Their their record with a 17-point lead anytime during the game, one and two. Wow. So and as as I was going through the and finding the, the games, I was like, oh okay, let me I'll pick the Thursday night game. And then I realized it was the Colts versus the Broncos because the NFL went fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> that's, I don't even know if I'll watch that game. <laughs> I mean that's just that's bad. Don't even know if I'll watch it. It's just sad. So well, gentlemen, that that concludes our NFL coverage. Um, I, I actually just received a text while we were waiting. Um, Aaron Judge hit a 62nd home run of the season. Congrats to the to the judge. So, All rise. Good job, I guess. <laughs> Is the, the record for the American League? It's the non-steroid record. Yeah. Well, Allegedly. hey, those numbers still count. Reggie Bush yeah. still has his title. Yeah. Chris Reber still made it to the final four, regardless yeah. of what you change, what you want to change about history. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> nope. They can fix it. They choose not to. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, uh, base, baseball knew the, the needed, owners knew they needed it. That's what they the needed it. Needed it. Yeah. The, I mean, after 94, no one was in the stands. So they needed something to bring people back. Would they do it again? Probably. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. Well, gentlemen, I think that concludes our episode for the week. So with that, everyone have a great one. This has been Sandlot Sports. One more Sandlot Sports. Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.